Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, uh, or, in this case, an alien with big, bulky, dark clothing fighting monsters. You know, he's the star of the episode, that's fine. Uh, I'm Zach. And the Rangers just kind of watch? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll talk about it a little bit, but I feel like that's really heavy Sixth Ranger syndrome, where the Rangers just watch the new guy kick ass for a while and don't help at all it it, it happens um but uh also joining me are mike hi i'm mike and also that's zach and i kind of talked over him introducing himself did sorry I about say, that did i not say my name no you said your name it's just oh. <laughs> i started talking as you were saying it okay if, so. if you had told me i didn't i would believe you i promise uh and also uh our buddy jordan jordan is joining us hi uh, so, Jordan, now, I know you were just on, but unfortunately mm-hmm. I do still have to ask this question. Have any Power Rangers related things happened to you since the last time you were on the show? Uh, I watched an episode ahead, that was pretty much it. <laughs> Fair enough, that's fine. Uh, we may call upon that knowledge as, <laughs> as we talk about this episode, because it's kind of a weird one. Um... We'll we'll get to it. Before we do, though, uh, it's time for what would normally be our news segment, which is called uh, Turbor Fact Newsiomnimal. Is that it? You did it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to look it up. <laughs> Nailing it. People love this. Uh, so yeah, I mean, genuinely, normally, they do. As far as I can I, tell, <laughs> normally, it would, I think people like making me say it. I don't know <laughs> that they actually enjoy the name itself. I mean, does is that an invalid reason? <laughs> Fair to point. keep going. <laughs> Fair point. So, uh, in, in light of, or not in light, instead of uh, normal news, since there isn't really much going on. Um, we're going to be talking about the Phantom Ranger today, who is, you know, Power Rangers always has extra rangers, cool rangers who are, are six rangers or extra or whatever. 
Um, that's not crazy. It happens all the time. Phantom Ranger is kind of a weird one, and I couldn't remember why. I just remembered that he was strange uh, in the in the canon, sort of. And I, I looked up his character page on Ranger Wiki and was also able to find a couple interviews and stuff about it. And basically, um, we're not going to keep you in suspense. We'll let you know, because we talked about this with the Gold Ranger. Uh, we never find out who the Phantom Ranger is. It's never revealed in the show. Um and basically, uh, there are several interviews, including with Judd Lynn, who is one of the longtime producers, current producer during this show, um, essentially saying, like, we ran out of time. Like, we just ran out of time. Uh, there was lots of stuff we had to wrap up. We knew it was a dangling thread, and we just couldn't get it finished. Um, so unfortunately we, we never find out who this guy is. They don't put as much of a stress on his identity though, as the gold ranger does. So it, it doesn't feel as weird. I feel like, cause the whole thing about the gold ranger yeah. is it's like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Is it Tom? Or, you know, is it Tommy's brother? So, is it Billy? So my question is like, I kind of suspected that they were just flying by the seat of their pants. Like, I mentioned this off-air before we started, but when I was watching this episode with with the Phantom Ranger, I had, like, it it gave off, at least to me, some serious uh, Brad Hawkins as the Gold Ranger energy of, like, we have to introduce this character and we'll fucking figure it out later. Was there a plan for this character? Like, if they ran out of time, did they know where they were intending to go with it? So... There were a couple things. Uh, RangerCrew.com did an old interview with. I'm, these are things I'm. I'm going to reference a couple interviews that are linked on the Ranger Wiki page for Phantom Ranger. If you would like to go read them in their entirety, and I'll try to call out where they're housed. So RangerCrew.com has an old interview with Shuki Levy, um, who is another another longtime producer of the show. Um, and apparently he says that the original idea for the character, because we do find out he comes from and his powers are derived from Eltar, which is where Zordon's from. Um, the original idea was that he was like a embodiment of the spirit of old rangers as like a kind of a like celestial being type thing, um, which... There is one of those in Sentai. Uh, there's a character called Aka Red, which just means Red Red, I'm pretty sure. Uh, who is like a spirit of, of like Sentai Rangers. Um, and basically, so this was going to be a similar thing, but that fell through for whatever reason. Um, and that's, that's not, that's not what happened. Um, now, uh, Judd Lynn said that we ran out of time and his idea that he had wanted to do was have an old ranger come back and his initial idea was Billy uh, to kind of make up for the gold ranger thing, but also because he had this idea. There's a bad guy in the next season named Ecliptor, uh, and he had this idea where Billy would have made Ecliptor trying to create man-made ranger powers uh, and and made a bad guy by accident, and that Phantom uh, Ranger would be his like makeup for it, essentially. So that was another idea he had, but none of this stuff happens. We don't ever find out who he is. He's just a random space 
space ranger basically and and we won't find out that much about him um it's a little intri- it's a little frustrating for me because i think i like this design um i mean we can go ahead and talk about it he's like a biker sort of he's got a motorcycle helmet and i know all the power rangers sort of have motorcycle helmets but his looks way more like one he has what really look like motorcycle pads and that all makes sense since he's from car ranger um and uh, I just think he looks neat. He has a cool power set. He can shoot like a chest laser. He can turn invisible. Uh, he's kind of cool. I like him. And it's a bummer that we don't find out that much about him. Um, I I super would have been into the idea that he was Billy. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like, would love that. Yeah. Especially like, and, and fuck, maybe this is something the fucking comics could do something with if they ever decide to go past season two. Um, but like, you know, uh, build into the idea that he went to Aquatar for a while and then was just like, you know, he did, he did sort of what the fandom canon is, you know, explored space a bit and then decided, I'm gonna be a ranger again, found another set of powers and fucking went back to earth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that would totally work and it's a bum, it's, it's a bummer cause like, Either of those explanations is kind of neat. There was also a rumor, though this one is not credited to a source, that he was going to be Zordon's son. That's also fine. Like it, it would, that would be kind of interesting. But there's just they just don't resolve it, and I felt like it would be worth getting that uh, out ahead so that we're not like, oh, who is he? Because you didn't know, Mike, and I only vaguely remembered. So I thought it would be worth bringing up. I'm sorry, um, you, you okay. mentioning it being Zordon's sons makes me think of that episode of a regular show where they had that giant head character's son. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was just well, a normal size head, but just uh, was still just a floating head. Right. That's the that's the thing is like obviously they the canon is that <laughs> yeah. is that Zordon yeah, I, what did have a body, but like what would he look like if it was Zordon's son? That'd be cool. I mean, um, so we, remember we did technically get footage of human Zordon once. It was it was Sentai footage of us watching a, a Sentai character like from far away finding some monsters dressed like kind of a vaguely Arabian-looking wizard. Oh, do, oh shit! I forgot that entirely. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that shit has been like fucking chucked out the window. I don't. I. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think like I'm pretty sure the Boom comic showed us their version of Human Zordon, and I'm pretty He's sure it blue. had absolutely nothing to do. With it. Yeah. yeah, he was just blue. But like, yeah, th- this show—if you stick strictly to what the show has presented us with—we've seen Human Zordon, not up close, sure. but we have seen him. Yeah, it, it's weird. Um, the so there's a couple things about him also that that don't have to do with his identity, but are. are also weird about like how the show classifies his classifies classifies him um we've talked about it before but it's been a long time uh remember how i I had yelled because uh i thought the designations of like extra ranger or extra hero or like uh sixth ranger like what's an official sixth ranger versus an extra ranger all that stuff i thought that was like dumb shit that uh ranger wiki made up i guess that's sort of part of the power rangers bible like there is a difference between those things yeah and in fairness uh sentai does this too right and i mean a lot of toku does like there's uh i remember there's 
I distinctly remember there's some weirdness with like a couple of common writer characters who aren't considered writers, but probably should be. Yeah, you for know, sure. shit like that. So but- tying into that, the Phantom Ranger is called Phantom Ranger, but because he do- like he's bulky essentially, and and not like the classic ranger shape, and also is an alien, and also doesn't have like a. a a uh, civilian identity. He is classified as an extra hero, even though he's literally called Phantom Ranger, which I find very all, frustrating. All of those things are things that will apply to characters that will be considered Rangers eventually. Yeah, totally. But it's so it's just a little dumb, and I don't like it. But it's worth mentioning. I think I consider him basically the sixth Ranger of this season, uh, with Blue Centurion being more like their their um, ninja. Um, I mean, I will say this. If I guess it's kind of a thing with like you know Pluto being a dwarf planet thing, like the problem with that is like if Phantom Ranger is a ranger, then so is Blue Centurion. Because if you're going to be that loose with it, then Blue yeah. Centurion counts. Well, well, see, but 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 he's called Ranger though. Like that's <laughs> what pisses me off. It's in his name. Like yes, I I understand and I agree with you because Blue Centurion. I mean he's. Not that different, really. He's a robot, but what the hell is uh, is Phantom Ranger? We never find out. So I, I don't know. It's I agree. I, I it is t- kind of a tough thing to classify. But that is such a like. Listen, I I get that the show kind of flies by the seat of its pants, and sometimes questions just aren't going to be answered because it's a show for babies, and who cares? But like to just not explain where a character came from. Yeah, it's such a weird loose end to leave. I want to say this is the only time that they straight up just don't like. There are bad explanations. This the like sixth ranger in um, SPD makes no fucking sense. But he's still oh, isn't he like a fucking like light beam from the future he's like or something? A light ball from the future. It's dumb, but they do explain yeah. it. Like, I mean, yeah. a bad explanation is an explanation. It's better than nothing. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I think this might be the only time that they just straight up were like, I don't know, whatever. We just forgot, <laughs> ran out of time. Um, but yeah, so we've got Phantom Ranger this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about him. I kind of like him, even though this shit doesn't get resolved. Uh, yeah. now, but- uh, something we should do before we move on. Jordan, you specifically wanted to be on this episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> like the the last episode you were on, we just got you on because you know we didn't have enough people, but you requested this one. So what's what's uh, well, why? Most, mostly because it was the first appearance of Phantom Ranger, and two, I just really like the overall like Diva Talks plan and how they go about doing it there because it's just so crazy or silly. I don't know how best to describe it. I don't want to give it away until we actually get into the episode. It is a weird because I mean, I mean, it's not thing that too big, but I mean, there's just things to say about it once we start getting into it. They're, they've definitely it's we you know we said like God damn it she only makes bombs and then like that stopped like right yeah. after we got really frustrated with it she. Last episode was wild. She made evil pe- or an evil pizza man. Like <laughs> it's it's got. Gotten- well, she didn't even do that. Portal oh. just did that all on his own. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good point. Yes. But yeah. So so it's nice to see them mixing the plots up. And yeah, we'll for sure talk about that. Um, so this is episode twenty three, Phantom Phenomenon. 
Uh, and we open on Justin playing soccer with his new best friend, Nico, who will for sure be a long-time character. Um, I mean, in terms of friends that the characters have, he he lasts for three episodes. Yeah, he, that's, that's not nothing. That's fair. That's that's um, Raymond territory. Was his name Raymond? That's the, yeah, it was Raymond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or New Billy, as, as Fabi calls him. <laughs> new Billy, yes. Yes. Uh, um, although, it, just like with Raymond, three episodes is just long enough to make you wonder... Why only three? Yeah. Why did you stop there? Where'd they go? Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, something we got into in the last episode and something that's going to continue to be the case in this episode, it really does help the dynamic of the show for Justin to have a friend his age. Well, well, it It answers a lot of the criticisms we've had so far. It also helps to have – it helps that we've entered a phase where there are slightly more civilians again because – that was a real problem. Like when when Balkan Skull were monkeys and there were no non like ranger characters, it was like just Lieutenant Stone had to be every punchline, basically. Yeah. And that was like a we problem. had single episode cameos from Mr. Kaplan and Ms. Appleby, and that was yeah. that was it. Like there was there was no one for the Rangers to bounce off of except each other. And those dynamics can be fun. But that that makes the show feel just really empty. It feels really small when that happens. Yeah. So like I'm not gonna pretend like Nico is this you know incredibly exciting character or that the actor fine. gives he's an exhilarating kid. performance. But yeah. like like it's the show is better for him being there. I actually think he's cute in this episode. We'll talk about it. The one scene I like with him. So yeah, um, I, I do also want to say, and we kind of touched on it last time. Having said all of that, it is weird that this actor is uncredited. Yeah, he is, you know, he is re- like, and it's not the first time Power Rangers has done this, but like he's in the episode a lot and has a lot of lines and he's actually crucial to the plot. And they just got somebody and a kid and just like didn't put his name in the credits. And it's weird. I have no proof that it has to do with uh, shifty uh, uh, hiring practices on the part of Haim Saban, but I know enough to assume that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we open on them playing soccer and there is some kind of, uh, like thing coming towards earth. Uh, Nico gets a goal and high fives, uh, Justin, and then a clearly visible meteorite lands on earth and they all see it. And Justin asks Nico what, what it was. And he goes, a sonic boom, I think. Oh well, and then they turn around and continue to play soccer. Yeah. Which, listen, <laughs> and that's it for the cold opening. Yeah, yeah. Listen, this—you live in Angel Grove. Weird shit from space is just—you should be concerned about that every time it happens. Now, right? Like, just I get in particular, be being a superhero, it, but also it might be aliens. Like, provably it could be aliens. You've you've seen this happen many times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a thing. Uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but the crux of this episode is that Nico finds the thing and is like, oh my god, it's a spaceship. There's aliens on Earth. And it's this amazing thing that he has to keep secret because he doesn't want anyone else to get credit for finding the aliens. But like, we are, we're five (laughs) years into the Earth being regularly under siege. (laughs) The civilians in Power Rangers like... It's like, okay, 
You know how right now in uh, in the United States, people are just pretending COVID doesn't exist, even though it's like provable and visible and awful. I feel like that's where we're at with civilians in Power Rangers. Oh they God. just like don't want it to be true. So, so oh, they just shit. ignore that it. That would make so much more sense, that- especially with this plan going on. I can't believe how much shit just clicked when you said that. I was yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, there are there have to be fucking huge swaths of the population who think like fucking who think Rita Repulse's attacks are just like a hoax perpetuated right. by the fucking like five Jew bankers or whatever. <laughs> like just some fucking right wing horseshit spouted by Alex Jones. Like yeah, the 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 Power Rangers version of Fox News has convinced everyone that the the aliens aren't real. Basically, yeah, some fucking dipshit from Arkansas is gonna like run up at the at the fucking uh, pudgy pig with a handgun and and is like, <laughs> it's not real, it's not real, it's just a man in a suit. I'll show you, and then and he just gets fucking eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> so they they continue to play soccer. Um, there's, this gave me some flashbacks to being a little kid. Cause there's, uh, there's no like bleachers. They're just playing in a field with parents. Well, assumedly parents, I guess I don't know that for sure, but I'm going to assume it's parents, uh, just around in, uh, like, like foldable chairs. Um, like there's one guy who was reading a paper in the cold opening that gets knocked around and you see him again. And I, and it like later in the episode, he's like tells them stuff or like you know this is game point or something like he's running the game i guess he seems really casual about it maybe i don't know it's it's sort of he's a little league soccer coach you don't need to be that involved (laughs) fair yeah but he's 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 at he's his uh engagement level is much less than i would think i would expect any parent to be who was like a little league coach i don't think it's even little league i think like these kids don't have uniforms or anything i think I think this is just a pickup game that these kids are playing and the parents are watching. And I think because he says he says last point, yeah. Like, and I think I think he's saying that it's like okay, kids. As soon as you know, one more team scores a goal, we're gonna call the night and and we got to clean it up could the be, park. It could be like an after school program or something like a yeah. like you know like a babysitting type thing. Yeah, like I don't see any yeah. referees or anything. I think this is just yeah. a game they're playing for fun. Yeah. So. Somebody kicks the ball way, way into the woods over a fence, and Nico says he'll go get it. Uh, and yeah, and there's a there's a tiny like child sized hole in the fence, so this probably happens a lot. <laughs> yes, they have to go down to the damn woods to get this ball all the time. Uh, he finds it and sees something crazy that the the show doesn't show us what it is, uh, but we are led to believe he's he has seen something amazing. Um, and yeah, then, and, and again, but, it's weird. He doesn't, he doesn't tell anyone what it is. He's just like the, the, the other kids are yelling. They're like, Hey Nico, did you find the ball? And he's like, yeah, here, here I come. Yeah. And they don't, uh, they just don't, don't um, say what it is. Uh, we cut to, no, it, it is, it doesn't bug me that the other kids are like this or that Nico's like this. It still bugs me that Justin doesn't investigate further. Yeah. Like, I get that he's also a little kid, but he's a Power Ranger. He saw a meteor hit the ground, and then Nico get distracted by something. 
Like, I feel like he should be like, hmm, maybe I should just make sure that my new friend hasn't been fucking mind-controlled by a space witch or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, a fair point. Uh, so, at this point, uh, we cut to, um, uh, the submarine, and Divatox is counting up how much money she has, uh, and... One of the things, she has basically a bunch of uh, rubies, a bunch of emeralds, diamonds, all this stuff. And then she says that she has 2,000 pounds of gold. Um, and then Porto tells her that that is worth $10 million. Um, now, why... I- why is that value being determined in... In human Earth American <laughs> dollars? Yeah. yeah. In case they want to buy more pizzas. <laughs> yes, that's true. Especially since do. I don't think we've successfully... I don't think we've seen these people successfully steal anything on Earth the entire time. Presumably these are just space riches. Yeah, that's... Although, that's I don't the, know. Maybe, maybe they are successfully, like, robbing tombs and shit, and the Power Rangers just don't see it because they only care about Angel Grove. Right, I don't know. like, there's two possibilities. Either... This is stuff that they did off screen on Earth or stuff they already had when they came, which whenever they show Divatox's sub, there is just like gold sitting around. So my assumption is that they already had this because they're supposed to be pirates, but we never see them do any pirate shit. So like, I don't know. But also I calculated how much 2000 pounds of gold is worth and it's way more than that. It's, uh, at least according to current prices, uh, gold is 19000 or $1,900 a pound. Or no, yeah. sorry, $19,000 a pound. So, so it's way more than that. <laughs> Porto's, so you're saying Porto's skimming? Yeah, Porto is embezzling <laughs> just a massive amount of the gold. And Divatox can't do any math, so... <laughs> Well, I think that that definitely is proven by the fact of how much she laments, how much, how little right. her money is. She then basically, cry, she does like a pouting cry thing and she says like, I'm so broke. Oh, no. Now, a lot of people don't like Divatox and that's fine. I get it. I like Divatox because she decides to rob a bank. The main villain of Power Rangers for the season is just like fuck it we're gonna rob a bank old-timey supervillain shit <laughs> it's time to just steal from the angel glove bank yeah <laughs> um and uh we cut over to nico showing uh justin uh the the special thing he found yeah which he makes he, him uh super double what's he call triple, it duty? triple duty promise yeah uh, that he will not show anyone, and uh, we finally get to see what it is. It's a spaceship. Uh, it is a cardboard box spaceship. It that's a little unfair. I was actually like, this looks pretty good for Power Rangers. It's a low bar, yeah. but it looks all right. Um, what's interesting about the spaceship is that it's like not even as big as a car. Really, it's very small. Uh, which to me seems like it wouldn't be very good for long distance space travel, but whatever. Um, who knows? So there's a noise and Nico runs away and, uh, Justin hides as well. Then we cut 
over to Bulk and Skull, who are cops again? What is happening no, with them? No, no, no. They're, they're not cops. Uh, they are security guards. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes uh, more sense. It's, it's a little confusing because they're wearing, like, police badges. And not even the same badges as each other for some reason. Because they know, only have, you know, because prop departments. That's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, no, they are they are security guards at the bank. Okay, that makes sense. Which is weird because a woman walks out with her grocery shopping. <laughs> well, I guess she was doing her banking and then the, the bank was like on the side of the grocery store as well. So <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is an explicit plot point that she bought a like gallon tub of ice cream and she just decided to swing by the bank you know, holding this ice cream out know, in the summer. I mean, it's... They didn't, this is the 90s, you know, you couldn't do all your banking online. Sometimes you yeah. had to go to the bank on the way home from the no, grocery I, that's store fair. With, That's with fair. five but gallons of ice cream. if you intend to buy a gallon of ice cream, you go to the bank first. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. I would well, agree. I'm, and especially considering how, when the said gallon of ice cream shown, it's pretty melted. So, you yeah, know, she should have yeah. done yeah, something about it before. Yeah, because she went to the grocery store first and then the <laughs> yeah. bank. <laughs> I mean, listen, like, listen it was a this, great isn't, this isn't a fucking Simpsons plot hole ding. I'm just saying this lady's an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's. It was a bad call. But uh, Bulk, when this lady comes out, uh, since they are on guard, uh, decides that this woman has hidden money in. Okay, I know Bulk is stupid. I get it. That's the joke. Why would you, you're gonna put paper money in ice cream? Fucking gross, nasty, ew, no, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> uh, so he just shoves his hands in the ice cream, and then there's nothing in there because he's an idiot. Um, then I I wasn't sure about this episode, and all of a sudden it's one of my favorite episodes <laughs> of the season because the the plot that the the bad guys have to break into the bank is just like, I know Power Rangers is just Looney Tunes, but oh my God, this is just a Looney Tunes episode. Like it's straight up just, it's a I cartoon. Would, yeah. It's, I it's love it El- so much. <laughs> it's Elgar, Rygog and, and a Piranatron in trench coats, uh, derby Elgar hats has- and fake beards. <laughs> the, the beards are very important. Because so first of all, Rygog and Elgar have uh these big fake bushy beards. Elgar still has a sword, so like that's <laughs> not disguised. He just has a sword. It's just that also he has a beard. Uh, I mean, it kind of calls to attention uh the fact that um that this suit and this character has nowhere to sheathe his sword. No, not he just really. carries it around. He just holds it. Um. The Piranatrons, you're right. At first, you only see one Piranatron. I love how the Piranatrons look. I think they should look like this all the time. They have a big coat and a bandit mask and a little hat, and it's the best. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and Bulk is clearly Oh, yeah, not I almost pay- forgot uh, Elgar's sunglasses. <laughs> yes, he has, like, little hippie sunglasses. Uh, he Elgar decides that they need to distract Bulk. Uh, even though he's Bulk not paying who is, attention. is busy, like, licking the ice cream off his hand. So Elgar tells the Piranatron to tie his shoes, or untie his shoes, while he distracts him. Uh, so, 
Brontron on Taz's shoes. Well, yeah, Elgar's Elgar's is, is fucking distraction tactic is, hey, buddy, you got the time to someone who's clearly not wearing a watch, and that's all the distraction he needs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like Bulk's like where he holds up his arm like he is looking at a watch and just slaps his bare wrist. He's like, no, the the and then okay, first of all. I think I've mentioned it on the show fairly recently. An all-time joke for me is obviously not a human puts on a hat. Oh my gosh, no one can yeah. tell. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a great joke. I always love it. What's uh, great is as 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 Bulk is distracted, he bends down to tie his shoe, and then uh, Elgar Rygog, and now there's a whole <laughs> platoon of fucking uh, Piranatrons in trench coats and hats. It's just... And, like and the, yeah, it's just this, these mooks in a bunch of just black trench coats and black hats. It's like a shot out of cutie, honey. It's great. It's like twelve dudes. Like the only thing. Like I was thinking about this because it it actually sort of like this. Sometimes I do laugh at old Power Rangers jokes, but they do always strike me as like old timey, quote unquote. I know it's the nineties, but you know what I mean. Like they're outdated. They're old jokes. This joke, I genuinely feel like would be in an episode of Steven Universe or something. Like, this is just a good fucking joke. Like, it's just funny. <laughs> the only difference is I kind of wish that all the Piranatrons went through and then just, like, 30 more Piranatrons. Like, I just wish they just kept coming <laughs> while Bulk kept tying his shoes. Yeah, it's- like, he'll just notice that his other one's untied halfway through. Like, oh, gotta take care of that <laughs> while I'm here. So anyway, like well, maybe ten. a moment where like they stop coming in and then Bulk turns around. It's like, hmm, somebody say yeah. something. But nope, like, and then he turns back around and they start piling in again. <laughs> but like ten bad guys go into this bank, and then the uh, the alarm goes off. The alarm goes uh, off instantly because of course it does. Right, because you know they can tell that they're aliens. It's easy. Um, at this point, uh, Alpha sees the alarm in the command center. Uh, people start running out of the bank screaming. Uh, Bulk and Skull try to stop the people leaving? It's kind of weird. I don't really know what they're trying to do. They get bowled over. I, I think they just get they just get knocked down and just start panicking. Uh, no, I, I think what it is is Bulk is standing there panicking and as Skull is trying to escape, slams into Bulk. Okay, and then they're just right. both on the yeah. ground panicking. Um, worth noting, when they get up... They just have like donuts that come out of them, like. Well, that lady we're... that was uh, uh, grocery shopping is is in the crowd again. Runs, oh, yeah, like okay. yeah, like I there's would've... there's bagels and stuff everywhere. Like there's groceries everywhere now. Okay, I thought the implication was just if you hit Balkan Skull, like you know, like if, if you hit a Goomba, coins come out. I thought if you hit Balkan Skull, donuts just come out. <laughs> I was a little confused. I mean, they were cops for a while. <laughs> True. Um, they get up. Uh, Elgar and Rygog and the Prontrons all have a bunch of money, and all of a sudden, the money starts disappearing from their hands, and the, uh, Prontrons are getting punched in the face. Yeah, uh, the money goes flying into the air and lands on Bulk and Skull, and we see, we see Grocery Lady, this other rando, and did, did we mention Bulk and Skull's boss? Uh, no, no we didn't, was... but yeah, they have, like, a security guy Yeah, boss. they have, they have a security guard boss who, uh... Who he's basically doing the same thing Lieutenant Stone did as a cop, but they right, have to get a different guy now because Lieutenant Stone isn't a cop anymore. Right, it's just not Lieutenant Stone. Um, so 
they they get beat up by something invisible. Uh, and Elgar is just like, "Ooh, you're lucky. I I haven't had time to go to the gym." And they all teleport away. It is the- kind of funny to watch, like everybody, like the monsters and and the bystanders and Bulkus go all freak out about like just some unseen force fucking with the monsters. You know, it's the cheapest special effect. Just have them imagine or pretend they're getting hit, but it works. And when the um, Power Rangers, they show up at the, like, tail end. Like, there's still yes. a little bit going on when they show up. And I like how TJ just, like, stops everyone and was like, hold on, this might be a trap. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> true. He's just like, hold on. Uh, so the Rangers ask Bulk and Skull what happened. And they're like, somebody, we got all the loot back. And then the lady, uh, the grocery lady is like, no, it stopped them. Yeah, she, she has a real problem with Bulk trying to take credit for anything. It's like, fuck you, buddy. You didn't do a damn thing. TJ notices there's a security camera and uh, decides to see if they could use it to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, but- and I guess they're looking at this footage in the command center letter. I guess a Power Ranger just walks into a bank and says to the manager, hey, can we get the security well, cam footage? Yeah, and if- the fucking head of security is just like, sure, let me just burn it onto a CD for you. Give me like five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think more is just that uh, Alpha 6 has already hacked into the bank or some way and it's already oh, connected. Sure, yeah. Especially considering how the minute the alarm went off, it almost immediately tagged them in, in, the, in the command center as well. Alpha 6 has eyes everywhere, is what you're saying. Yeah, I gotcha. Yes. Um, so, the, the, they, one of the other bystanders says that, like, it was invisible, but you could sort of see it sometimes. Um, and Cassie sees, before they leave, a little, like, shimmer effect. It's, I think it's supposed to sort of be, mm-hmm. like, like, active camouflage, like the Predator has, but obviously it's a very low, budget so it's just sort of a blur effect on the camera it's what it is is uh what they're going for and what we occasionally kind of see is the is the fucking uh is the is is the active camouflage shit from halo right that's what basically yeah that and what's weird is the characters spend a lot of time not being able to like describe that they're like he's invisible but not but he was but he wasn't (laughs) but he was like a ghost nobody says it was like predator which is yeah, no, no, it says, like, <laughs> you could kind of see it, but not really, like, it was see-through. Like, it's not a complicated concept to describe through audio. Like, we've just done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. Um, but so, uh, Cassie sort of sees it, but then, but can't see it. We go back to the command center. Demetria asks them to describe it and they're like, well, we can't because uh, no one really saw it and it's like a ghost um, or that it moved too fast. Uh, Carlos immediately jumps to conclusions and says, well, it must be on our side. <laughs> so good thing. Okay. Yeah, and again, kind of not to constantly bring up the Gold Ranger, but like at least with the Gold Ranger, there was a bit of like, can we trust him? Well, and also the Gold Ranger, like, they did sort of ask that, but also they were like, but he looks like a Power Ranger. So at least yeah. it sort of makes sense that that they would kind of assume he was a good guy. Well, also, like, he deliberately fought alongside them, like, multiple times. Like, he would show up and fight with them. So 
you know, it, that's a scenario where it actually makes more sense than here for them to just trust the guy. But in the Gold Ranger, they brought up the possibility of him not actually being an ally. But here, they're just like instantly like, oh, friend. Right, yeah. <laughs> um. So at And this I think point, someone mentions that he might not be of Earth, and that pings something for Justin, right? Right, yeah. Justin is like, oh. He says like, hey, wait a minute. And then they're like, what? And it's actually really funny because Justin has this big like, oh, wait a minute. And then they're like, what, Justin? And then he goes, oh, nothing. <laughs> this, he promised- this is the fucking this is the this is the worst shit in the, the episode, because the whole conflict is that Justin doesn't want to break his promise and tell the Rangers, you know, th- about this very important piece of information. And like, here's the thing. This it feels like a trap. Because on the because like if I talk about how dumb this is, people are gonna be like, "Mike, you would break a promise? Can I trust anything you would ever say to me?" Well, but like, a- but like the characters even say at one point, "Listen, sometimes it's okay to break a promise if it's really fucking important." Right? You know, I, I was just gonna say this episode has a weird lesson because yeah. they they basically tell Justin, "Hey, if it's." If it's, like, important enough, you should break a promise. And they don't really qualify it with, like, listen, if someone's, like, life is in danger, then, you know, this. Or if you're, you know, you're a superhero sometimes, like, blah, blah, blah. They literally just say, if it's important, break promises. It's What's weird weird. is that's not even really the lesson because Justin doesn't break the promise. No. And it turns out fine. Yeah, it really sets it up as to like something that's very common to happen to to a kid. Like they make a promise to one friend, and then they find out later that they might want to tell someone or something like that because for reasons or whatever. And you know, like that leaves them with like, well, do I break my friend's promise to help to help this person or whatever? You know, like yeah. this, this is something that a kid a kid would normally possibly run into in their daily lives. This is not a very out of no. the way scenario. Yeah. And Power Rangers doesn't really give you a good resolution for it. Right. Not like, at all. And the thing is, like, this is actually an extremely common plot in children's media, but usually the, like, secret that it would be really good to just tell somebody is, like, oh, no, this person's really sad that they, you know, they don't know about mm-hmm. their surprise birthday party we're throwing, or, like, you know, these two characters are miserable and they're only, you know, doing what they're doing to be nice to each other, but neither of them knows that the other would be totally fine with them stopping. Like, right. some sort of some sort of bullshit yeah. misunderstanding that would very objectively and easily be made better by somebody just, you know, breaking a or small promise. There, there is the, like, you know, like, very special episode, uh, like, format where, like, you know, Justin's – not not Justin, but uh, some characters – friend like brought a gun to school or something actually yeah. dangerous and the lesson is like no or smoking the, the devil's lettuce right and the lesson is like listen if someone's like actually in danger you should you should tell someone which like yeah. that's what the lesson should be but it's but it's here not. it's like the, yeah. the the space aliens are gonna kill this other space alien if Justin doesn't talk right. and then he doesn't and then it's okay yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the the problem is it's not it's not necessarily a bad lesson because I would argue that as far as kids media, like both in the right circumstances it's okay to break a promise and also it's important to keep your word to your friends are both valuable lessons and they could have really gone either way with this. But they deliberately set up a situation 
where like it's very clear that the lesson should be the one and then decide to go with the other. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. Um, now that, that all said, we have to talk about TJ's outfit. I'm sorry <laughs> for the hard shift, but we have to discuss it. Uh, TJ is wearing a red polo shirt with overalls over it, but only one side buttoned up. And it is insane. <laughs> I, I feel like he's gonna like do a hoedown at or any given his, time, or that his whole p- shit's gonna fall down. Like all of his pants are just gonna fall off because it's not secured properly, and it's very upsetting. And I hate it. Uh, so, hey anyway. guys, I just played this new game, Crash Bandicoot Two, and I decided to cosplay as Coco. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mike ass joke, is what that is. Sure is. <laughs> I've decided to just tell jokes that are for me and me alone. <laughs> I you know I I have no problem with Crash Bandicoot, but when they announced the new one and I saw so many people excited, I was like, God, I just I just don't have any nostalgia for Crash Bandicoot, huh? And I guess a lot of people do. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's valid. I mean, I mean, listen, it's it's a fucking mascot platformer. Like, it's not high art or anything. No. Like, if you were if you were into it, like like I was, like that's fine. Like I'm excited for the series to continue. I'm a, I'm a bit pissed about the fact that there's no PC version coming, or if it does, it'll come late because for whatever reason, Activision doesn't like putting games on PC for some reason. But like, yeah, like if if you don't give a shit, that's valid. That's no, it's, fine. It, it's it's just like it, it's I, and obviously it's just because I wasn't like the right age, didn't have the right console, whatever. It's just one of those things. Where you're blindsided by like, oh, wait, there are people who have like a ton of nostalgia for, I don't know, like Spyro the Dragon. And there totally are. It's just like not something that's in my sphere. So I did not know. But anyway. Well, so so here's the, here's the thing with Crash. The last proper Crash Bandicoot game, not counting the remakes, uh, was in like 2008. And... Depending on who you talk to, the last good Crash game was in, like, 1999. Oh, okay. Yeah, people have been waiting a long time for one of these that doesn't suck. You know, it's, it's, I, I would say it is very akin to the, the fervor that, uh, that exploded around Sonic Mania, you know? Oh, sure, sure. It's like, this is a series that hasn't been gone necessarily, but it hasn't been good in a while. Fair enough. Um, so in any case, uh, Crash TJ is here and he, uh, looks over at Alpha's, uh, uh, like footage and, and see, they basically, they have something, they can sort of see that there's some kind of distortion, but, but don't know what it is exactly. Um, they cut over to, uh, um, Oh my god. Divatox and uh, Rygog and Elgar. Uh, and they, at, she's like, well, what was it? You saw it, right? And they're like, yeah, we saw it. And then she's like, but you don't know what it looked like. So, yeah, well, how did you see if it, if it was invisible? And they kind of freak out and don't know how to answer. Which again, Mike, like you said, it's like, why is this so hard to explain? Rygog says yeah, it was... they eventually say it's like, it's like a ghost. Yeah, like both both the submarine crew and the rangers settle on the word phantom, right, as the name for this thing. And they also, uh, and like TJ starts calling this guy the Phantom Ranger uh, by the end of the episode. 
the Phantom Ranger never actually introduces himself as such. No, the other no. characters just start calling him that. They just dub him with that title. Uh, but yeah, so she, she's like, okay, uh, go look for, uh, bring, bring me enough gold to sink a ship. Right. Those are her exact words. And then, and Elgar has kind of a funny bit where he's like, uh, what kind of ship are we talking here? Like, there's a lot of sizes of ship, like boats are not all the same size. And she's like, fuck you, get out there. Get out, get out of here. We cut to the Angel Grove gold mine. (laughs) Okay. Because Angel Grove is a city with everything. <laughs> like, you name a thing, Angel Grove has one. Remember when uh, there were, like, multiple reviews for the 2017 Power Ranger movies that mentioned... Yeah, that's, that's where my mind went, and I knew that's where you were going. That, that mentioned how weird it was that there were was both a quarry and, like, fishing, and we were like, yeah, but that's just Power Rangers. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Well, it even is, in real life, that wouldn't be too weird. It's just, and I know this is... God, we're hammering a point we've been hammering for years now. But, like, I'm dead certain that the reason that the movie version of Angel Grove has both a rock quarry and and fishing is that, like, Power Rangers wanted to go with some kind of, you know, uh, symbolism for a town that, you know, uh, used to be used to be a boom town and now right. it's a bus town. And, right. and like, but- people, you know, it's like old fishing town, old... You know, mining town, eh, split the difference, it's both. And having a rock quarry or, like, an old mine is, like, fine. Having an active gold mine is very strange to me. Like, it's just really weird for some reason. (laughs) I think it's weird because it just doesn't, isn't something that happens in the United States Right, yeah. Like, Um, you know, we had the gold rush, but, like, you know... Contrary to what you know, the old prospector might tell you, there's not actually a lot of gold in them Thar Hills. No, not so much. You know, no we more. mostly get our gold by you know devastating other countries. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, in any case, Bulk's, Bulk and Skull's boss is like, "Okay, here's your new assignment. It's this gold mine. You couldn't get into trouble here if you tried. Please don't try." Uh, <laughs> which is a pretty good line. Um, but yeah, they're just supposed to guard the gold mine. Um, which I do, I do love, and I know that it's just because it's Power Rangers, and what the fuck else are they gonna do? I do love that Bulk and Skull's first assignment attacked by monsters, second assignment also immediately attacked by monsters. Right, of course, and also that they they failed to guard a uh, uh, a bank, and so they are put in charge of guarding a gold mine instead of like fired <laughs> or or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in fairness, monsters happened. True, monsters also, did. I love how quickly uh, not Lieutenant Stone is like, they're on their second assignment. He's like, you guys couldn't fuck this up if you tried. Wait a minute. You're not trying to fuck up, are you? Yeah, it's great. I like that a lot. Uh, Elgar and some monsters immediately show up. Bulk and Skull are like, we're going to do it. We're going to fight. There's some explosions, and then they're like, or we could well, quit. What's, what's great <laughs> is, like, Bulk, bulk is like, all right, we're, this is where we make get our wings. This is where we make our stand. This is where we make it big as security guards. And Skull says, what if we just quit, though? Yes. And then they, yeah, and then they run away. Uh, and, and I mean, honestly, Skull's the one doing it right. Like, I've mentioned on the show before, I work as a security guard. It's what I do for a living. You're not a meant to rush into danger. It's not what they pay you for. You know, for all the for all the fucking Paul Blart jokes out there, like 
it is observe and report. Like, if something dangerous is happening, you're meant to, like, warn people and evacuate. You're not supposed to go in there and, like, fucking put out the fire or whatever. You call the professionals for that. Your yeah. job is to keep an eye on shit, and then if something goes wrong, sound the alarms. Yeah. So they there's a funny bit when they just yank their badges off, throw them on the ground, and then try to run away, but run into each other instead for, like, a really long time, which for some reason really got me. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, they finally get away. Uh, and all the, uh, all the miners are also just like running around screaming. Um, we then get, uh, go and holy back- shit. This is a lot of gold. I know it's a kid show, but wow, this is so much fake gold. It's a yeah. lot of fake gold. Uh, we- like whoever owns like this a- mine is fucking rolling in it. There is so much gold. It's not even ore too. Like it's bars and and stuff like that too. Yeah, that they it just comes throw out of the out. ground as bars, bars, which is a good point. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's nuggets and stuff. It's yeah. not full bars yet. <laughs> that'd be that, but that's very funny. The idea of just like, oh no, that's just how it comes out of the ground. It's fine. That's some fucking <laughs> video game ass logic. Yeah, uh, we see at the command center they have we're able to get a single shot of what TJ, you're right, immediately calls the Phantom Ranger. And then uh, the alarm goes off, and they gotta get down to the gold mine, and they morph and head over there. And we just get there, and everybody's already knocked the fuck out, and it's very funny. Like, they're getting schooled by the Phantom Ranger, which is- Initially, I kind of thought, like, that it sucked that we didn't get to see another action scene with the Phantom Ranger beating up the mooks. But then it hit me, like- yeah, one scene of an invisible person knocking people down is enough. Actually, I think yes. we got the point. Yeah, they TJ asks Elgar, who's just like sitting down, looking sad. If yeah. uh, the f- go ahead, no, just just the exasperation yes. of Elgar and and Ry- Rygar and them all just both sitting there like they can't do anything. They just they just got you know they just got their asses handed to them, and that's yeah. It. It's very funny and. uh TJ asks Elgar if, if if it was the Phantom, and Elgar's like, don't say that name to me, <laughs> and then they teleport away. It's very funny. Um, for some reason, they decide that he's probably still in the area, so they split up to see if they can find him. Um, uh, and tell and everyone weirdly, keep- he's, he's hanging around hiding from them instead of just leaving. Like, right. we're going to get a bunch of shots of the Rangers, like, looking around. Justin's looking in some dynamite, which, and, and TJ, like, goes into a cave. But fucking uh, uh, Cassie, Cassie uh, like, looks into a pickup truck and sees in, like, the side mirror, like, the rearview mirror. On the other side, yeah. On the other side, like, yeah, she's looking through the cab of the, of the truck and sees the mirror on the other side and sees... The uh, the Phantom Ranger, and this is a fucked thing, because I th- I think this I, I, maybe this is getting back into some some early stuff, but like is is he a reverse vampire? <laughs> Mirrors reveal him. <laughs> you know, sure. the active the active camouflage doesn't doesn't block mirrors. Didn't in like the third episode of our show, Luke say some shit about mirrors in the morphing grid and how it like reveals? Yeah, yeah. I think we literally named an episode of the show "Reverse Vampire" or something. <laughs> yes, I think so. But like, <laughs> so there but you like, go. But like, still, like, this is a weird thing that like, 
this guy has active camouflage and it doesn't work on a mirror because yeah i don't know like like it, the, like obviously this is overanalyzing some fucking cartoon logic at a kid's show but hi welcome to the podcast it's either that it doesn't work on mirrors or he's just crouching behind a car <laughs> which that's honestly maybe funnier that he like turned his cloaking off and is just like sitting behind a car hoping they won't find him <laughs> like <laughs> it, it does seem like it's sometimes limited when how long he can have it yeah like, he keeps yeah. turning it off and on so maybe he was taking a breather but it does but that is kind of a very very lucky coincidence that she caught him ducking behind a truck truck when he went yeah. in, when he had to take a breather and she goes around to find him, but uh, he's gone. Uh, and then we cut back to the command center. Oh, sorry. She does the, see that shimmer uh, again and uh, tries to touch it, but uh, he goes away. Um, ah, yes, the shimmer. So so now uh, Annihilation is part right, of the canon. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. She asks him who he is, and he says a friend. Uh, so he does answer, and then he leaves. Um Let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. Luke here to tell you about a new show called Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast that's really two actual play RPG podcasts, releasing on alternating Mondays. I GM both campaigns, and the whole thing's been set up so we can playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, a game written by me and totally reprise host Molly Rhinebeck. Give it a listen at AudioEntropy.com, or head over to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Playtest, where for a small fee, you can get early access to the game. It's awesome! Go listen to us! So, we go back to the command center, and... Oh, uh, uh, Jordan had something he wanted to add to the end of the last yeah. part. Oh, sorry. When you, you said that, you know, he said he's a friend, and then Phantom Raider ran off, and I just wanted to point it out that he ran off immediately after he said that, even though Cassie tried to start ask other questions. Yeah. And to the point where she's like, hello, are you still there? He, right. He, he says a friend, and then just <laughs> sprints away immediately. <laughs> it's very funny. Really, um, that's the problem with having invisible friends, is they'll just fucking ghost you and you won't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, she, uh, back at the command center, she explains what she saw, um, that he was in, like, armor, uh, and that he was invisible. And then she says, like, she kind of, like, looks like she's swooning a little bit, so I, I don't know if they intend to have her, like, and him have a romantic thing. I don't remember. Um, I think they almost is explicitly imply it next episode. Okay. That's weird if their plan for him was to be a fucking space ghost or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> um, so they finally see this, the, the blur and say like, oh, okay, so he is invisible until he moves. Got it. Uh, then, um, Demetria says, that we have determined that the planet Eltar is the source of his mysterious power, um, which 
is weird because they don't say also, hey, remember, that's where Zordon is from. Like, you would think with this show, they would make sure you remember that because, like, you're you're a little kid, presumably. <laughs> but they, they don't really say that. They're just like, yep, yeah, his powers come from Eltar. Um, okay. Um, and Demetria basically says that, like, we're, we're not really going to be able to find anything about out about him until he tells us. But if he says he's a friend, then we'll just have to hang tight. Um, at this point, Justin says, hey, how would he have gotten here? Um, and could it have been a spaceship, maybe? And everyone's like, uh, do you want to tell us something? And he's like, no, I made a promise. And this is where they tell him, uh, you know, it's it's okay to break in promises if it's super important. <laughs> um, like if your superhero friends really need to know who this incredibly powerful alien is. Yeah. Uh, and then Justin's like, okay, uh, I'm going to go then. Goodbye. <laughs> I, at, at least I think he, he he implies that let me check something first before he actually tells them. Yeah, I think that's the implication. So they like they know that he's he might be might come back and tell them. Is so which is why I think they're kind of like not pressing it after the fact that he says, I'm just gonna go. But also yeah. he's answered without answering, so they should know something's yeah. up. And it never occurs to them to use like the command center's infinite ability to scan for things <laughs> right. to just keep track of where Justin goes. N- I, yeah. Maybe they're like, well, he'll tell us if he wants to, and we should honor him or I don't know, but he, and, he's at that age where we must give him his privacy. Right. Yeah, exactly. These, this, I know the Rangers are new, but power Rangers as an organization has never cared about the privacy of its members before. <laughs> Why are they starting now? Fair point. Um, because Zordon's not around anymore. True. Uh, but yeah, so they, we cut to, uh, uh, Nico eating some cheese puffs and having a steak out watching this spaceship, which I love. I think it's really (laughs) cute that he's just like hanging out there. Justin shows up to talk to him and, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm waiting for the alien. Just going to wait here till he comes back. Um, and Justin, uh, tries to take a cookie that he has, which are labeled space cookies. And then Nico says, those are for the aliens. They say space cookies right there. And I just really like this scene. It's very silly. Um, Again, not to, not to get super deep into the fucking consistency of the world, but like cutesy things with star and space and moon and whatever on them, like, have to have a different, like, they have to hit different now, right? Like, ever since Rita Repulsa started fucking attacking everybody from the moon, like, little Debbie can't be calling Star Crunches Star Crunches anymore, can she? (laughs) Cosmic brownies aren't a thing anymore, no one wants that. They want perfectly safe from Earth brownies. I don't know, maybe, like, like we said in the beginning where like there's people who just won't admit that this is happening is like they did not want those things to be changed yeah how dare you change my cosmic brownies this is un-american yeah exactly um the aliens win if we change their brownie (laughs) names (laughs) so um the uh 
okay, so Rygog has followed Justin. He's like, ah, I knew they would lead us him to their Phantom Ranger, lead us to the Phantom Ranger. You know what? Um, I was I was about to be like, of course, when I think stealth, I think Rygog. <laughs> but then it hit me. Of all the options that the subcrew has, he probably is the best option. Well, because Elgar won't shut up, so it can't be Elgar. And uh, Porto can't walk, really. Like, he just sort of waddles. Yeah. And Privatrons so, aren't smart enough to get the job done, and Divatox isn't going to fucking do anything herself. So, right. yeah, that really just leaves Rygog. Uh, so the Rangers uh, just, or, um, sorry, uh, Carlos called up Nico to see if uh, Justin had gone to talk to him. Um, he finds out from Nico's mom that uh, Nico went to play soccer, so Justin's probably there as the guest. Uh, so they head over to the soccer field to see if they can find Justin. Um, we cut back to Divatox staring at the uh, the spaceship. Um, and uh, Sorry. Oh, right. Okay. I was just trying to remember what happens next. So they send a detonator to Rygog. Um, yeah. Like, it, it was weirdly like, oh, shit, a detonator. Haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> yeah. It's been a couple episodes. Um, so, yeah. At this like, point, she, yeah. She was, like, complaining that he didn't show up when when they wanted him. And he only shows up when they, when they didn't want him. So they thought, okay, well, maybe we'll just make him show up by doing this. Right. I guess I kind of, we kind of didn't say, like... There's a gag about how, like, he's like, oh, I guess he's he's shy when you want him, and and, and when you you, uh, don't want him, he just barges in, and Divatox is like, I like that in a man, and it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Yeah, well, I mean, Divatox certainly has a history of, uh, like, weird alien husbands, so who knows. But at this point, Justin's uh, communicator goes off because they're trying to call him, and um, Nico's like, what's that? Uh, and Justin's like, oh, it's my watch. Oh, sorry, darn, you have to go home now. That's my what, what my watch says. <laughs> I set an alarm for when you have to leave. Yeah, it's really weird. It's a weird, weird bluff. Um, but then, I like how Nico just completely blocks us. Like, nope, I got permission to stay here all evening. Yeah, he already got permission to do a stake out on an on an alien uh, spaceship. I guess. Um, the or at least to be up late. Like he got he got permission to stay out longer than usual. I guess because I mean it's summer. I th- I think what it was is he. Based on what the other ranger said, I guess he lied and said he was going to Justin's house. So, which uh, now that it hits me, Justin's house is the shelter. Right. <laughs> Nico's mom did not do her research. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so the Pronotrons jump down at this point, and Nico offers the scary aliens cookies because he's like, "Oh, here's the aliens," uh, and. The one of the Pronotrons just fucking drop kicks the cookies like a hundred feet away, and it's really funny to me. <laughs> um, the Rangers uh, are like, "Oh, he's still not answering. How are we going to find him?" Rygog. We, we have historically not been able to find people as Power Rangers, right? Yeah, it's very hard for us. Rygog um, uh, has captured uh, the two little kids. 
uh, and with the the most powerful anti ranger move, uh, hands behind head, he walks over to put the detonator on the spaceship, uh, and I. Th- Oh, right. Okay. So there's this shot where Rygog is walking towards it. And I thought for sure the Phantom Ranger was going to stop, show up and stop him because it takes him like 20 seconds to walk over to it. But it's just yeah, because he like sneaks up on the ship and like puts the bomb on it. Right. But nothing happens. Away. It's, it's just that it's a very big, heavy co- costume and it takes him a while to walk over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this next bit because Justin breaks free and fights some Paratrons, but he like, tries to maintain his cover like he doesn't want to reveal to Nico yeah. that he's super good at karate because he's like oh that that guy tripped uh yeah. run Nico you better run let's get out of here yeah yeah he he pretends that he says the Pranatron tripped when he like elbows him in the chest to get out of a out of the the hold um which is pretty funny yeah Nico gets away but um they recapture Justin. Uh, and this is actually a, a pretty uh, surprisingly intense, like fight choreography for having a little kid in there. Cause like, there's a lot of scuffling of him, like trying to access his communicator, but the Piranatrons keep like forcing him to use one of his arms until eventually, like they each grab one of them and like, like really force him to the ground. It's sort of brutal. Hmm. Uh, and then Rygog goes back to hiding behind a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, not if you know what Rygog looks like, doesn't make a ton of sense. But whatever, it's fine, I guess. Um, so now we watch them count down this bomb: ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Uh, and then, whoops! Here comes Phantom Ranger. He knocks over a bunch of the Pronatrons, runs over to the. Uh, they're by the way, they're also trying to sh- like imply that he's very fast. Uh, and they do that sort of by just having him, like, the blur move a little quicker. But it's not, I don't know, it, it doesn't seem like he's super, super fast. He just runs. I mean, it works about as well as any of their other attempts this season to make it seem like someone was going fast. True. Um, but he gets to the bomb and just hucks it into this into the sky <laughs> and it blows up and does not blow up a spaceship. Uh, Divatox orders them to fire torpedoes at the spaceship. By the way, I, I forgot to, kept forget, forgetting to mention it. Did they did Divatax ever say like we have to stop him from leaving? Like why are they all of a sudden trying to blow up I his spaceship? I think she just wants to blow up his ship because fuck yeah. you. He oh, stopped yeah. he stopped them from robbing the bank and then the gold mine and she just wants to stick it to him. Okay. Fair. I mean, I guess that is her whole motivation for wanting to, to kill the Power Rangers is because they stopped her in the Turbo movie. Like, that's it, really. Uh, so fair. Um, then we get to see a, a full-on Phantom Ranger uh, fight not uh, uh, not invisible. And it's pretty cool. It's a good little fight. Some decent choreography. Um, Justin also uh, morphs to help. And it, there's kind of a neat little, like, he punches and morphs like instantly, uh, which is which neat is looking. bullshit. It is because we had the whole thing like yeah. three episodes ago where where he lost his key 
and like you clearly need both hands to make it work. But this time, like, we're finally back to just fucking morphing mid backflip again. I like the quick morphs, but it does make it, it is always like, okay, then why do they do the thing then? Like, if they don't have to do it, then, <laughs> then why do they do it? Um, but yeah, all the ra- rest of the Rangers show up and we get a full on fight with all the Protrons. Um, and then, uh, Phantom Rangers sees the, uh, torpedoes coming. And immediately looks to his ship. Yeah, so Divatox fires the torpedoes, and because torpedoes have been established as the way to make the monster grow, I had assumed that her plan was to shoot them at Rygog? Or fucking grow a Piranatron, oh, or whatever, yeah, who cares? That yeah, sense. But no, these are just regular... Fucking exploding torpedoes now. Yeah, they're just missiles, right? Which is is weird because, um, like, they've never done that before. I don't think. No, it's it's always up until this point been the way to grow things. What if? Do you remember when uh, (laughs) the Rangers were shrunk and they used the grow torpedoes to get big? What if that particular set had just been exploding torpedoes and they just died? It's it's pretty funny. But yeah, anyway, um the thing is he sees them coming and he sees his ship, but then he sees Nico is in danger and the Phantom Ranger has to ch- to choose between saving his ship or this little kid and he chooses to save Nico. Um which uh which is cool. Uh and then the his ship explodes except it doesn't. It's just well, revealed that it's fine. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the Rangers come up to Nico as they like look at some flaming, uh, supposedly wreckage, and they ask if he's okay. And he's like, "I'm fine," but he's not. And there's like they do this like fake fake out of him like slowly approaching the wreckage, and then there's nothing there, and then he makes that gesture to make it reappear. Yeah, it becomes right. visible again. Which I guess implies that the invisibility is also a shield? Like, this is a fucking uh, yeah. uh, invisible woman shit? Yeah, it's yeah. very funny. Uh, then all the rangers cheer, including Justin, who, who says, yeah! And then Nico looks at the blue ranger and just, he has this amazing, like, narrowed eye side eye and and then justin goes oh i mean great job <laughs> like it's really funny <laughs> i i yeah. have i've always hated that he still has the kid voice but that was very funny i i liked that a lot it, for me it's not just that he has the kid voice it's that the other characters don't notice so sure. i appreciate this gag like i and i also appreciate it because nico is supposed to be like a pretty smart kid but also I think I would be like, well, that can't be Justin. Like, clearly, <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. But also, where did Justin go? Yeah. Um, my favorite bit of this is, so the Phantom Ranger is going to get into his ship and leave. But what's great is he climbs up to the like the little ladder that pops out under the ship. And then we cut away and cut back and he's inside. Because there's no way to make this prop work <laughs> in such a way that they can actually show an actor climbing into it. They just can't make that it's, happen. It's, again, it's very small. Like, it's a small ship. <laughs> and, it's and very small, and there's very clearly, like, something that's being green-screened out so we can hover over the ground. Right. 
right because it starts to take off it uh, it lifts and and uh well it's either green screen or it's made of cardboard and it's attached to string one or the other i don't know which <laughs> yes so- something is being erased in, yeah. in post-production okay fair enough so it takes off uh and everybody's just like whoa and uh then we get a um Oh, right. Okay, so then we get a uh, kind of denouement where uh, Justin... Uh, Daniel Ma. D- Daniel Ma, sorry. Justin sorry. is like, I'm... Oh, I didn't see the Power Rangers. Only Nico did. Uh, and Nico explains it to the two, like, bully characters that I, we did see in the last episode also, actually. Yeah, they, they were also in the pizza episode. I, ge- I guess there's just two other people on the soccer team that are... Nico's friends, but they're shitty to they Justin. They're mean. I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, they're not mean. Yeah. They weren't mean to Nico before. They were mean to Justin. But uh, yeah, I guess there's just these two other asshole kids. And they don't believe uh, that basically that this happened. They thought he, they think he made it up. But Justin's Which like, I is believe weird. you. Like, I know that I've spent a lot of time on this podcast and just in this episode in particular, harping on the ways in which the culture in Angel Grove should have changed right. after years of dealing with space aliens. And like, at this point, if someone says, yeah, I got saved by, from aliens by the Power Rangers, someone should just be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense, considering that happens every day to somebody. Right, exactly. Um, Cassie comes to sit down next to Carlos to watch them play, and uh she's like do you think he'll ever come back and carlos is like who knows maybe i like the fact that cassie just casually drops this and carlos is the one who stops to look around to see if anybody's in earshot (laughs) and then goes i don't know listen none of them have been rangers for very long i get it you sometimes you just forget it's fine (laughs) yeah actually like there is a there's a gag I, i i don't know if we brought it up or if i missed it but, like, when they were going to teleport to the command center to try and find Justin when, when uh, the four other rangers were looking for him, there's a moment where they're, like, about to teleport away, like, in plain sight, just in the middle of everybody. And then they stop and go, oh, wait, no, we should go somewhere a bit more hidden first, actually. Yeah, 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 that is pretty good, actually. And, like, it's there's no dialogue about it. It's just a, it's purely just a physical, like, all right, everybody, tap on your communicate. Oh, wait, hold up. Let's, yes, let's go around yeah. the corner, actually. Yeah. So that's the episode. I mean, it's uh, it's funny. I we took a break, uh, and then I did not realize that because there's no Zord fighter or anything, and there's no uh, there's no um, monster of the week at all. Uh, mm-hmm. that that it went pretty quick. But but yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, now that you've mentioned that, that is. That is wild that like there are there have been episodes without one, but like not that often. It's pretty rare to not it's such have a one. rigid formula. I think I think it's actually to Turbo's credit that I didn't notice until you said that. Yeah. Because every other time it's happened, we've just been like, wait, th- fucking what? Is this Power Rangers? Well, because a lot of times there will be um, th- like a lot of times the plot is not about the monster at all, but they're still has to be one because it's in the in the sentai so like there's a monster but it doesn't matter you know what i mean like it's just there is yeah. one yeah uh, i mean we've had award categories for most perfunctory monster oh, right in this one there's just not one at all which like i can't really think of the last time there wasn't one it's it's kind of crazy um but yeah it's it's interesting i i like this episode actually I, it's 
It's weird knowing that we won't find out because I actually think this is a fine intro for a new ranger. Like it I mean between the Phantom Ranger and Nico, this is a this is an episode that is fine in a bottle but is made weird knowing right. stuff that's going to happen. Yeah, it's like mm. okay, so this new guy, he's mysterious, he's from Altar. Ooh, that's interesting. He's got sort of cool powers. Uh, and that's all neat, but like, yeah, we since we know that he's, it's not going to go anywhere. It's like, ah, yeah. bummer. <laughs> well, okay, so maybe our sort of kind of sixth ranger isn't going to go anywhere. But I mean, at least Justin has a friend who's going to be around for a while. That's definitely going somewhere, right? Bummer. Yep. Oh well, okay, so that that's not all right. Well, I mean, at least Bulk and Skull are going to have a long, interesting career as security guards. You know, like that. It's going to be kind of the same dynamic as when they were cops, but with a bit less of that political guilt attached to it. Because you know, sure. they're not cops really. Oh, oh no, they're done. Okay, well then, uh, at least we're going to have a lot of time exploring the fact that uh, Angel Grove has just a shitload of gold in it. Like, holy cow, we're we're really going to have to deal with the fact that Angel Grove is just a massive economic center of of all of civilization and all the other cities that are surely out there, right? What? No? Hmm. I mean, now, we have known for a while, obviously, that uh, there have been prospectors in Angel Grove at some point, so... Right, right. This is getting to the fact that they were uh, an old west town, Uh and also a colonial town? Well, that never made... I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, actually, that just hit me. I know we talked about the problem with that uh, like from a geographic standpoint. It also raises the question of if people were settling there in the 1700s, why were they still like... Why was it still like a, a barely built Old West town in the 1800s? Shouldn't it? Shouldn't Angel Grove have been more established by that point? Yeah, I got nothing for you. I really don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to fill time. Do you have any questions or anything? <laughs> I do not have any questions. If you have a question for us, send it to us at Teens with Tude on uh, Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com is our Gmail address. Uh, send it to us, and we can answer your question. Also, you don't have to fill time, buddy. Sometimes it could just be this long. That's fine. No, no big deal. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna I be. Know. I don't think we're gonna be uh, uh, attacked on Twitter for having a short I mean, episode. I, I still, I still just kind of feel bad for two episodes ago when, like, it was just fucking, you know, just nothing. We were trying to, des- yeah. we were trying to describe action scenes with cars in them, and it, it just it, didn't. It, it, you're fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, it's it's. It's a fun episode, but like to to speak to the fact that it's short, like th- it's very straightforward in a way that it's weird. You're right. The yeah. formula for Power Rangers is very rigid. But also, I, I think as much as we loved the pizza episode, it's because it was so silly and stupid. Right. It's really hard to to go into a lot of detail on something that it's just kind of works. It well, just functions as a TV show. Like it's not exceptionally good. It's not exceptionally bad. It's not exceptionally weird. Like it's just a perfectly fine episode of children's television that we right. just watched. The other thing that's interesting that 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 this whenever we have one of these, it makes me realize is like when you're recapping 
a Power Rangers episode and people are like, how the fuck is it this long? Like, how is your episode this long? <laughs> it's because, like, in the pizza episode, there are, like... We talked about Sonic the Hedgehog for 14 minutes. Well, nights. okay, yes, that sure did do it. But he- here's the thing. In a Power Rangers episode, even though it's, like, so short, they're always cut like crazy like there's so many scenes in a power rangers episode a lot it's of them a fucking are, suicide squad movie ass like rapid cut music video right shit. a lot of them are are 20 seconds but we still have to talk about it so it's like but because this episode i think is focused on like this kind of one thing like there's not really a b plot balkan skull are basically part of the main plot like, they're only there when the bad guys attack, and then the Power Rangers deal with it. So, like, it's it just, yeah, it, it's a lot, sh- it's easier to, to describe, basically. So, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, Jordan, what do, what do you think? Well, like I said, I just love the idea, like, with the, it was pretty fun. It was kind of odd that, like you said, like, it is odd that there was no uh, swords or, or Monster of the Week. But the fact that they tried to rob a bank and then a gold mine, just yes. straight up, yeah. As, yeah, as 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 like as like that's just their daily to do things. It's just something about that that just makes me just makes me, you know, laugh. That I just I loved it. It's very, it's it's like people. A lot of people who don't like Diva Talks are like. Man, we went yeah, from... Yeah, that actually just I, hit me that, like, that's that's one of the criticisms I've heard leveled, yes. leveled at Divatox. is like, oh, the previous villains were trying to conquer the Earth. Divatox right. just wanted to rob a bank. Right. This bank robbery is one of the best things <laughs> that's happened in Power I, Rangers. I, I understand if you are like, well, that's such a de-escalation. Like, I do get that. But to me, it's very funny. It's like, okay, we've gone from machine... Galaxy spanning empire of machine people to like this lady who wants to rob a, like literally robs a bank. It's just very funny to me. <laughs> so I don't know. I like it, but yes, th- that's a good point. Um, so with that, Jordan, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, actually, not much is going on, uh, new for me other than, you know, guesting on occasional things like this yeah um i mean i could plug my twitter where i try and do my best to repost when friends like an audio entropy folks put uh put up new episodes and stuff okay go for it or so that's at dorimingu at d-o-r-i underscore m-i-g-u and also i tend to do that also on the facebook group that's the audio entropy one yeah you do a great job uh, with that thank you for thank keeping you that up done uh, uh updated <laughs> so i mean you can always find me there if you if you ever need like need to get a hold of me if somehow there you go cool uh anything you want to plug mike uh just uh idle on playtest here on audio entropy and uh you can find me on twitter at mike loves rabbit all right, there you go. And uh, for me, you can find me on Chitter on Chitter on Twitter <laughs> on Shitter, more on, like. Yeah, that's what it's called, <laughs> Shitter, because uh, because that's where I use it on the Shitter uh, at Chinchy McChilla. Um, and uh, yeah, just keep listening to the show and go to AudioEntropy.com for lots of other cool shows. Uh, and with that, for teenagers with attitude, I've been Zach. 
I've been Mike. I've been Jordan. And may the power protect you always. Zach, I can't believe you told him about that. You promised. <laughs> <laughs> update.